0: Welcome to Activate Your Authenticity. This is a podcast for people who are ready to let go of expectations, free themselves from limitations, and lead a more conscious life as a well being celebration. You are listening to the first episode of Activate Your Authenticity, a life purpose coaching podcast with Celine Petrillo. Welcome to this very first episode of Activate Your Authenticity. It's been a long time coming, but here it is now. This is my voice, this is my work, and this is what I love to do. It feels so good to be able to ride the airwaves to connect with you via this medium. I guess a little introduction is in order. So here it goes. I'm Celine Petrillo, I'm a 70s kid, and I'm also a life purpose coach and a personal development educator. I'm also a mom of two cheeky little boys and I'm very lucky to be married to my best friend. I come from Malta, which is a tiny island in the Mediterranean, but moved to Zurich, Switzerland in 2006 to be with the love of my life and have been now growing roots here and leading a very uncomplicated life. I have an online coaching practice and strive to bring clarity to my client's journey of personal growth and guide them to to activate their authentic self. I believe that living life consciously and mindfully brings balance to our everyday life. And due to this, I work with clients on all levels, on the personal, mental and also energetic level. I love my life, but it wasn't always like this, you know. As most people I know, my life has been a journey of peaks and troughs, light and dark moments, until one day I discovered the little word help. This little four-letter word works like magic. I admit, I was one of those who refused help, thinking, I know it better, or I have the tricks of the trade, I'm above help. But I was so seriously but seriously mistaken. You see, I've always been a helper, a healer, a guide, a coach, teacher, whatever you want to call it. As early as I can remember, my late grandma used to take my hands and place them on her tummy because she said my hands were always so warm and it helped her with the pains. Whether this is true or not, It remains a mystery now, but it certainly did encourage me to explore alternative ways to help people. My journey towards this point in my life has been pretty simple, but at times quite tough. I had a relatively easy childhood at home. I'm the youngest of three, the baby of the family, so I never really lacked love, not even attention. However, though, the political situation in my home country growing up was pretty dismal. I learned to be afraid. I learned not to trust and I feared for our lives, something a nine year old girl should have never had to experience. After years of therapy, I've learned to bring forward the love and warmth I experienced at home with my parents and siblings. I leave the boogeyman on a scrapbook to remind me of how far I've come. Like Emily Dickinson, a well-known American poet, I always had a penchant for drama, so much so that at one point I believed I was the drama, that life was happening to me without my consent. Nothing could satisfy me, no one could understand me, and absolutely everything and everyone irritated me. On the other hand, I think I was your typical teenager, right? Hormones all over the place, and I wanted to rebel just to prove a point. Any point. It was either the sun was too bright, or the winters too cold, or the rains too wet. You see, you get my drift, right? I took psychology and communication studies at university because I wanted to understand what makes people tick, to understand how they communicate with themselves and with others, and how they forge friendships and achieve their goals. In reality, though, I was learning more about myself, and with every personality disorder that we studied, I delved deeper into my own darkness. Yes, the same studies that were meant to enlighten me to learn how I can help people lead freer lives brought me closer to my shadow. What followed then was a long period of self-discovery, escapism and yes, I hate to admit this but the occasional self-harm. I believed physical pain numbed the emotional pain. Now I know That is, it's not true, although I empathize with the people still going through it. It is not easy to see the light when you're going through that tunnel. The only thing that helped me was talking about it with my coach and therapist. The scars remained that I've come a long way and I'm in a better place now, but it is still a lot of work to remain focused on the good things and to put my attention to the lessons learned instead of the negative outcomes. The trend nowadays is to be super positive, to smile and all will be forgotten and to bury our not so positive emotions. For a long time I fell into the trap and suppressed my real emotions. I wanted to be seen happy all the time, full of energy. I wanted people to see me as outgoing and tough. My mistake though is that I failed to see how I feature in all of this. All the while I wanted to make others happy put everyone else's priorities ahead of mine. I was not being true to myself. I wasn't being authentic, and by that time I started feeling like a fraud. Because the older I got, I must admit, filling up my energy tank started getting slower and slower. Being a mother hasn't taught me anything, it sure taught me to put myself first. I don't mean this as a selfish act, but Here's this, if I am not doing well, if I'm ill or moody, then everyone in this household will suffer. Even if I put on a mask, they would still know. There's a limit of how I could hide my true state of mind. It's like they instruct you on the plane to put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. Why is this important? Because if you run out of oxygen, you can't help anyone else with their oxygen mask. And this is the same thing with being true to yourself and being authentic. It is about accepting our shortcomings and embracing them into your lives. It is these moments when you feel like everything is going tits up where we should stop, breathe and think about our reality. Put yourself first. It's time to let go of the excuses and the guilt and put your oxygen mask first. I like to describe myself as a positive realist. Yes, it's such a thing, there is such a thing. Reality is my driver and positivity is my guide. And if my day is not so super positive, then it's okay too, because for sure there are lessons to be learned from a well-balanced day. At the end of the day, it's all about balance, right? It's all about moderation. It's all about being true to yourself without sacrificing your true value. There's one hashtag on social media that I follow religiously and it's hashtag it's okay not to be okay. Every day, I see people sharing their stories of struggle, and I admire the courage of showing up, even in their dark moments. This is one of the points and central points of my coaching practice. I help my clients honor their not-so-okay days and teach them tools to help build new sustainable habits to live a life of purpose and to have a life which is true to the inner core. Now, as I'm recording this podcast, we are in the first week of February and a time to reflect on what we have achieved so far. It is also a time where we look forward and set new goals. Last month, the internet went wild with people claiming that they have the magic solution to either lose weight or increase productivity or even make more money. I, for one, am very wary of these false promises because if you're like me, you tend to to break up with motivation come week two and go back to your old habits. Statistics show that only 20% succeed in keeping to their New Year resolutions. And there is a good reason why. Because resolutions are like a must. You are placing in the band of yourself. And a must does not come natural. A must lacks passion and purpose. And no matter how disciplined you are, you cannot fit a square peg in a round hole without making quite a number of structural alterations. So if you're waiting for January 1st to start a new healthy habit, or Mondays to start a new diet, then you're setting yourself to fail. I prefer to fade out old unhealthy habits and fade in new healthy ones rather than give my body and psyche a cold shower. Try and imagine your life as a party with your favorite DJ playing your favorite tunes and see how they fade out a song and fade in the next song and turning up the volume bit by bit. In a similar way, I love to introduce new habits and new routines in my life. I also honour the habits that have accompanied me along the way, because for sure they have taught me quite invaluable lessons. I thank them and I bid them farewell gently while I introduce new ones, you know, Marie Kondo style. One must be careful, though, of the fade-in and fade-out button for risk of falling into the procrastination trap. There are times when you need to take the plunge and jump right in without second thoughts. This is why I do not believe in New Year resolutions or Mondays to start with. Why wait when you can start immediately doing something to show yourself some love? Another thing that helped me over the past three years is what they call the word of the year. So every year I focus on a specific word that will accompany on my personal journey and my growth in general. I usually combine the word with a mantra which I repeat in the mornings when I wake up. And when I also repeat it when my path gets a bit foggy. I incorporate this mantra in my morning and evening rituals and by doing so, I always have the goal in mind. You see, we humans are creatures of habit and our brain follows the path it's most familiar with. The more times we repeat the same thoughts, words and actions, the neural pathways within your brain, which elicit your response, become even deeper. There's a phrase in neuroscience, which fires together, wires together. Each time we repeat an action or thought, these neural pathways get stronger and more clearly defined. Change your actions and thoughts, change your brain. And by doing so, you change your life. So this is why I suggest using mantras, because it gives your mind a job to do. A mantra is a chosen thought, which you repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat all over again. And that's all it is really quite simple. For example, let's say my goal is to be fitter and eat healthier. Then my mantra would be, I am healthy and I make good healthy food choices to honor my mind, body and spirit. And I repeat it over and over and over again what I realize is that my brain starts automatically making healthier choices when it comes to food that I start walking more that I start exercising more that I even have cleaner thoughts another example is and this has helped me focus on my growth and self-care as I started this journey was I am grateful that I am deserving And by deserving, I do not mean being entitled, but rather as the dictionary defines deserving is, it is worthy of being treated in a particular way. And let's admit it, we are all deserving of beautiful things in life, of love, of peace, of joy, of warmth. The difference between entitlement and deservingness is one word, it's gratitude. When we feel grateful for everything life is offering us, deservingness doesn't feel like entitlement. By simply working on believing that you are worthy, you can start making space for the results of that inner work. Your inner dialogue will change and even though ego will want us to believe otherwise, you will work towards a future where you feel more love from within. In the next episode of Activate Your Authenticity, I will be delving more on the science of gratitude and how gratitude should be the driving force in our lives. I'll be sharing tips on how to live a more abundant life by being grateful for the many miracles that never cease to show up in our lives. In the meantime, if you want to know more about how to create mantras or affirmations that work for you, don't hesitate to get in touch with me via my website, which is www www.mycoach.rocks. I repeat www.mycoach one word dot rocks. For today I'll leave you with this thought. Fall in love with taking care of yourself first, mind, body, and spirit. Thank you for listening to me. Till the next time, I wish you lots of blessings of love and light. Bye. You've been listening to Activate Your Authenticity. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the end of this podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, share it, tell a friend, and don't forget to rate it and let me know what you think. Till next time, this is Celine Petrillo wishing you a really bright day.